The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Listen, we stuff this podcast with ads like Jonathan Sullivan used to stuff his face with hot dogs during the pregame for Saints games. If you don't like the ads, sign up and become a patron today. Patrons get access to this podcast ad-free. No ads ever. And they get the Booze Bundle welcome box Four swag items, amazing, and a Saints player card, and you get access to the Discord channel. Why wouldn't you do it? It's 10 bucks. You're practically making money. So do it today. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com and sign up to become a patron. That's SaintsHappyHour.com. This is Sean Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. What's with this Saints happy cast? This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football. Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's it's painful. All right, everybody, welcome to Saints Happy Hour Playoff Edition. Find us wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe to the channel on YouTube. Andrew, go ahead and gloat. You predicted the Saints 12-4. and four. You've been running your mouth all day in the chats, <laughs> in the conversation, the text. Go ahead. Take your fucking victory lap. Do it. Well, I'm just, I'm just pumped I don't have to uh, drink any IPAs. That's the real <laughs> win here. Why do you think oh, yeah. I'm so happy? I don't have to drink that sap beer that... Yeah, and and by the way, I didn't appreciate any of the people just were just destroying me on the Twitters today about my yellow shirt that I wore for Channel 4. Uh, somebody said I look like a crippled banana salesman. I blocked that dude. That was over the line. <laughs> what? You did not block him. I, did, I know. I didn't block Kevin. Uh <laughs> Um, wait a there's minute. There's always money in the banana stand, Ralph. There's always money in the banana yeah. stand. Yeah, was it with Paulson or was it with Leslie? It was with Leslie because I did it at 545. Right. But I want to say this. Um, to be fair, uh, my wife didn't dress me today. She, uh, she fell Clearly. asleep. She fell asleep early and I had to dress myself. She didn't set it out for me last night. She fell asleep early, so I had to do it this morning. And I'm colorblind. And make really bad wardrobe decisions. Uh, I haven't dressed myself since 2007. When I do, it goes You're very, very too? badly. You mean the panties your mother laid out for you? <laughs> exactly. Um, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Your, your wife falling asleep and failing to dress you is a very Ralphy move. It is. <laughs> it's like I'm a toddler. <laughs> Wait a minute. Are you being Are you being serious? Does yeah. your wife really lay out your clothes for you every night the night before? Yes. <laughs> yes. Like what? Like. Wait, wait, like, Dave. Like... You're Like. Wait, wait, Dave. Do you mean to tell me that this doesn't happen to you? <laughs> Is that weird? Well, Kevin, Kevin, what do you do? How do you get dressed? You have a wife. <laughs> 
<laughs> the the dog, exactly. dog lays out my clothes. <laughs> I let can't me that. let me tell oh you something. Ma hey, Tomas, check the timestamp on this. We're gonna want no this cut for posterity. <laughs> um, my my wife started buying me clothes on like our fourth I date. She was like, "You are terribly fucking dressed. How do you even function? Like that's how bad a dresser I am. I'm colorblind. I'm crippled. I don't understand sizes. It's just a it's 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 a bigger disaster than Stanley Jean Baptiste is what it is. Is my dressing? Um. Oh my God. When she met you, you were like, she was like, oh, this is a pro this is she she, she felt like project. She, she met her match. This is something you know. She she would never be complete with you. You know, the, yeah. you, there was always going to be something else to be working on with you. That's right. Um, no, buying your clothes—that's <laughs> fine. I, I, you know, but having your wife buy your clothes—that's—that's. That's, I think that's normal. That's acceptable. But but laying them out every night before—it's uh, great. Uh, I love it. That's holy, great. So, so you know, my seven-year-old daughter lays out her own clothes. Yeah, good for her. <laughs> for the next day, you know, but she dresses herself. She picks them out. Just as herself. Um, do you Holy think? <laughs> do you think Sean Payton picks out what he's gonna wear during game day, or does like the trainer lay it out for him? I can't be alone in this. I, you know what? That is a good point. Um, from my, from my knowledge of like college football and Tulane, I mean, I work closely with the Tulane's athletic department, and I mean, uh, yeah, and their uh, or their yeah. equipment manager. Um, I think you, I think the way it works is usually they leave a few options for him <laughs> in his, in his locker. He'll get like two or three hey. options and he can pick from those. Dave, yeah. you, you Dave. don't want to give, you don't hey. want to give Ralph a choice. My hey, wife. Dave. What? Yeah. Are you going to, are you going to pick that up? Here's what my oh, wife, my, when yeah, I, I here's what, yeah. when I, when I said to my wife, maybe you could lay out a couple options. Here's what she said to me, like, like a year, like right after she started doing this for me she said you don't deserve options like i was like, like i was like i was like um like rob That's, ryan that should be the new tagline of the podcast <laughs> you don't deserve options what is she what is she does she lay out like underwear too like no not underwear, underwear but like the clothes oh, like everything you know like jeans, a shirt, slacks, all of it. This, this I'm excited because this is she probably, probably like needs to start picking your underwear. This, if we're being this, honest. this is exciting because this, this podcast this week, playoff week, playoff week, the start of free agency, draft week. That's when we get our biggest numbers and we get new listeners testing us out, and they're listening to this podcast. And we did five minutes on how Ralph doesn't dress himself, so. We're gonna we're gonna just draw them in with hardcore football <laughs> talk with this podcast. Yeah, we've um, really won some new listeners over today. We did. Tell you tell okay. you what. Speaking, so the yellow so the yellow polo was you you pick that out. What kind what were you wearing on on, on the bottom? A pants, shorts, what? pajama pants, shorts? pajama pants. Definitely jorts. So jogger pants. Did you go to work like that? No, I just slip on some jeans and go to work. Okay. I go, I go into office. I got to go in three times a day, three times a week. You know, be in the office, do do real work, pretend to do work when I'm not watching the Saints and Bears. Who, oh by the way, right after we get off the air, before we get to the 
uh, to the <clears throat> Carolina game from yesterday, the Saints actually caught a goddamn break from the NFL, Andrew. Sunday, 340, Alvin Kamara has a chance to play. Um, should we talk I can't, about... I, can, I cannot believe the kickoff wasn't t- noon on Friday. I can't believe they didn't change the schedule and move it up a day to make... There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Make sure Alvin Kamara didn't should we, I can't believe it. Should we, Dave, should we talk about the game against Carolina or should we talk about Alvin Kamara? Should we talk about Alvin going to the club? What's more important? Thanks for thanks for cutting that short because I know that goes on for uh, another 20 minutes. <laughs> it does. Uh, well, let's talk about AK. Um, you know, AK is probably one of the few people on this team who is gets to do this and, and, and put the Saints in position where they have to quarantine their entire running back room. <laughs> Uh, and and we won't hate him. We'll like, still eh. accept him back with Alvin. Hi, Jinx. Are you gonna Are you gonna lay it all out on the table? And, and tap. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I, I hope I hope it was worth it. I hope whatever girl or woman and women that he took home what? that evening, uh, I hope it was some of the best he's ever had. Uh, and it was worth uh, putting us in this position. Well, it was, je- it was, it was Metairie girls, right? So a little bit easier, probably. Huh? Yeah. Maybe could have been, could have been some, could have been some kennel ladies. Uh, I've never even. I, I, never, I don't think Kenner people go hanging out on vets, man. <laughs> well, first, first, okay. First of all, I don't think that's officially Kenner. It wasn't. Uh, it was on this side of. Uh, it was Metairie. Yeah, it's I don't know. I'm not disputing. No, I'm not disputing uh, where. I'm saying well, there, there could have been some the... ladies from Kenna that oh, that, that yes. made the drive yeah. along. Yeah, they, they don't. They don't. Vet, they don't venture to vets, man. <laughs> yes, <is>. They do. <laughs> uh, but uh, I've never even heard of Table and Tap until this. Uh, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm a swamp room guy. I've never heard of Table and Tap. <laughs> what is well, what I don't understand? I'm sorry, wait, wait, wait. But I don't understand why. 
Why is Alvin Kamara going to table and tap? You are fucking Alvin Kamara. Why are you not going? You're and you're in New Orleans. You 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 could go anywhere you want, get any table you want, any lady within reason yeah. that you want. Uh, you could be going to some of the finest. You just got seventy-four million dollars in the offseason. You just yeah. scored six touchdowns in an NFL game. It, it's the day after run. Christmas. <laughs> Like you could, I, I, I would be at Bywater American Bistro. I wouldn't be at uh, Table and Tap. People like, want that, what they want. Though, uh, that's, Dave. That's, I'm most disappointed about. Do you think he had dinner? Do you think he had dinner at New Orleans hamburger and seafood before going to Table and Tap? No, I think he probably went to like uh, Jaegers or something. <laughs> I mean, he. I don't want. Listen, I don't think y'all y'all are being too hard now. But I go into New Orleans. The first thing I want is Bud's broiler. People want what they want. They like what they like. The man, he likes to get his his likes to get his moves on a table and tap. Like, don't judge. Buzz, Buzz, wait, spoiler. wait, hang on a second. Hang Buzz on a second. Spoiler is totally defensible. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I was expecting some god, god awful thing coming out of you, Ralph. No, Buzz, <laughs> Buzz that's not apples and apples. Yeah. No, it, but here's the thing. Dave wants to kill him on on where he dined, uh, food wise. Why even go out if your whole look? If you're trolling, I mean, look, I'm gonna be crass. If you're going out trolling for pussy, get like you are a professional athlete. I there look. I'm sure Juge has sauces that would confirm this. <laughs> we do, but professional athletes probably have access or the ability to get a hold of women and work some sort of arrangement out wherein they can meet in private and hang out for a few hours. Lady of the night? That's illegal, Kevin. That's illegal. I, I think I think I, I think I think and this is a judgment free zone here, Ralph. Oh, this is a judgment free zone. The wife, the trust, the wife the trust. is trusting you. This is a judgment free zone. It is. <laughs> Don't you think uh Gail Benson would foot the bill too on the rapid test for whatever lady he wants to hang out with? Yeah. <laughs> I mean she's she's given the rapid test to like eight, ten media people a day during training camp. I mean, what's one more, right? Yeah. Right. Hey. Just say she's credentialed from something and uh, give her a test. Is this is Duncan, is Alvin Kamara going out? Kevin, Kevin and Andrew, you you know the the great uh, Saints history from the Ditka era where it got wild. Is Alvin Kamara going out clubbing looking for Poontang uh, right before of the playoffs and possibly getting the Rona and ruining the entire season, getting the getting the whole running back room the Rona? Is that more irresponsible than Andre Royal getting drunk at the club and getting thrown out? Is it more irresponsible than him taking a sack of quarters and beating up rookies? Is it more irresponsible than Keith Poole running away from the police in Lacrosse, Wisconsin? Like, where does this rank on the all-time irresponsible Saints player activities? I mean, it wasn't a crime. It wasn't a crime. It was just, it was, it was idiocy. It was well, genuine. I mean, I, there, there's a world in which Alvin Kamara goes the 
table and tap and we're hopefully still killing him but uh <laughs> but there there's a world in which he goes to that place to drink and no one cares yeah. right so it's really just related to covid and the realities of the world currently well there's a but, world where jeff danish doesn't fall through a plate glass window <laughs> at saint's training camp on the cross too i mean i don't yeah, i don't even know there, i don't even know what the fuck you guys are talking about a, but it sounds like saint's training camp in lacrosse wisconsin in the 90s was like fucking animal house. Was, i was gonna say there's a was, there's a world in which uh, that's exactly what it was cam cam cleland's retina remains attached but uh look i it's so irresponsible. When you consider the stakes, man, look, I'm, I'm just if the Saints lose to the Bears because Cal, Alvin Kamara can't play and he cost Drew a chance at a toot at because he had to go hang out a table and tap on vets. I'm not going to be happy. <laughs> I don't think I don't think any Saints fan is going to be happy. Well, here's here's the thing that's 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 difficult with it is he was a huge part of that first bears game. He did a, he had a bunch of big plays. Uh, he had a huge season. Um, if the saints lose Dave, is this going to follow Camaro around forever? Are we like never going to forgive him for this? If they like, I know it's not fair. It, it, you don't know how the game will go, but I feel like if the saints lose, Camaro will be blamed if he does not play. Will this follow him around? Will we be able to forgive him if the Saints lose to fucking Mitchell Trubisky and he doesn't play? Yeah, I mean, it does. I'm glad you qualified it because, I mean, it does matter how the game goes. You know, if the game ends on some crazy bullshit, no-call pass interference penalty, I know that's hard to believe, but if something crazy like that were to happen, um, then uh, everybody's going to forget Camara and and obviously just blame that but um you know all things being considered a normal game uh I don't know I I don't I don't think he you know I don't think it would be so bad I I think people like you and Andrew uh and with your steel trap uh Saints memories you know you'll never forget it you know 20 years from now 30 years from now um i would say your average saints fan um you know might hold on to it for a year or so but uh you know i don't think it'll live on in infamy for all of saints history mentally sick 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 people sick in the head kevin the saints are 12 and 4 and they are playing Chicago. And before we get to the Bears, should Marcus Davenport, being that he only had a sack and a half, should he thank Trey Hendrickson every day for having such an amazing season and taking our attention away from him being a potential bust for the Saints that they traded up for? Kevin looks frozen. Kevin yeah, looks, I think ca- Kevin's frozen. I think Kevin Kevin went caveman lawyer. Yep, there we uh, go. He's just he's, he's gone. frozen. So that's a good question for you, Dave. Should 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 Marcus too first? Should he thank thank God every day that Trey Hendrickson was amazing and it took our eyes away from his mediocrity? I mean, I guess if you add them up together, they had like 14 and a half, 15 sacks total. So 15 divide that sacks by, total. Marcus Davenport the, had a sack and a half. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So divide that by the 
two of them, and that's seven and a half sacks each. So, I mean, you know, it works out. I, I think at the beginning of the season, <laughs> if you said Trey Hendrickson and Marcus Davenport are both going to have seven and a half sacks this season, you would have said, sign me up. Yeah, I'll take that. Uh, but yeah. no, I'm, I'm just kidding. I, I, look, I've been... Marcus Davenport has been disappointing. He, he When he came back from his injury, he was showing flashes, looked like he was trending in the right direction, and then it's kind of... Uh, it's kind of disappeared again, and um, you know, he gave up. We gave up two first-round picks for this guy, uh, and we. Is have that why draft... they call him Marcus Two Firsts? Yeah, oh. and uh, you know, it's not. It's not. It's not his fault that that the Saints did that. Just like it's not Reggie Bush's fault that you know that he was drafted second overall, and and the expectations were so high. But but I mean, still, he's. You've got to uh, you've you've got to produce, and and you, we we expect to we've drafted better players in later rounds, so it's it's disappointing. Absolutely, it's disappointing. Football is in full effect, with many teams strutting their stuff. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to Bet Online today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Andrew, what's more shocking? The fact that Trey Hendrickson had 13 and a half sacks. Or your 2019 UDFA adopted son had three and a half more sacks than Davenport in 2020. <laughs> uh, they're both shocking. I guess I guess Granderson outperforming Davenport is not that shocking in the sense that if you had told me at any point that Davenport would be hurt and miss a lot of time, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, it's totally believable. So I, I'll go with Hendrickson because. Davenport missing time being injured. That's almost a given. Uh, Hendrickson, 13 and a half sacks. Who saw that coming? Right? No, no one. Not me. Not me. Not me. I, <laughs> there's, there's no way. Hendrickson has gone from a nice little player to Saints Twitter is like, the Saints have to find a way to keep him and pay him no matter what the cost is. Um, as far as the game, I mean, people are talking about pick. You know, he's he's up. He's due for his fifth year option as a first round uh, draft pick, and you know, people are wondering, uh, you know, should they pick up the option on him or not? I mean, use that money on Trey Hendrickson. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's probably a good deal just to sign him to the fifth year option just to keep him around one more year. But I mean, that's it. There's there, unless Davenport has some epic turnaround, he's. This, he's not da- coming back. Davin, Andrew is, Davenport. Is there any chance that the uh, the new hairdo, the bleaching, do we feel like that's maybe been his kryptonite? No, yeah, I, because didn't Hendrickson dye his hair? Yeah, but he only did like the bottom. Oh, I don't see, know if you know, you can only see it out the helmet. The rest of his hair is still brown. Did he bleach it while he was wearing the helmet? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I feel like. But Davenport went all in. You know, see, he did the whole I think shebang. Are you, are you saying are, are you worried because the bleach went to his head and he's an idiot now? I'm worried he no. may have drank, I'm worried he may have accidentally he dr- consumed he some of the. He's <laughs> got it. He's definitely got a Wesley Snipes Demolition Man vibe going on, which is not a good look. I'm just gonna say. 
as far as the game, and he used the two seashells. <laughs> Davenport's having 15 sacks next year, and then we'll have the whole discussion of should the Saints pay him? We'll be afraid the Saints will pay him, and we'll be afraid he'll leave. Um, so that'll be a fun discussion next year. And then the Saints will pay him, and he'll go back to being injured. Um, but yesterday, the game yesterday, Andrew, um, you know, there's not much to take away from because because Carolina is kind of dog shit, and they kind of gave up after the second Teddy Bridgewater interception. But the Saints sort of survived. They only had a couple injury scares. Uh, Taysom might have got a little concussed. Armstead had a little tweak. Besides that, everything was fine. Um, you're a film watcher. You eat the tape. What did you see that you that that one? That's one thing that you stuck out that you're like, that is really good. That gets me excited for the playoffs, even though Carolina's terrible. That the fact that the Saints did this that makes me excited for the playoffs against Chicago. You know, Breeze is pushing. He's pushing the ball down the field. He's looking good. I. I feel like he's playing at a high level. You guys like the way he played in that game? I yeah, mean, I was fine with it. And I saw I saw that he's he's put up uh, at least 26 points in the last 10 games. Yeah. Uh, so that, I, that that that's that that's optimistic to me because I'm very confident in our defense and so if we can if we can score 26 points in every game in the playoffs, uh, I feel like that's that's going to be a recipe <laughs> for success for sure. I feel like Breeze was throw, was throwing the ball really well and had some real great ball placements. And I, I just look at this offensive line, Andrew, and they seem in a really great place. And, oh, by the way, behind the scenes, if you should become a patron because you get in the Discord channel and you get Andrew's grades. But, Andrew, as he's doing the grades on Sunday night, he'll text me. Andrew texted me, I don't know what the fucking deal is with Pete. He's the – what did you call him? He's the craziest player I've ever graded. You gave him your highest grade, Andrew. Andres Pete, the scourge of Saints Twitter, who just two weeks ago, Sean Payton unprompted was like, uh, Andres Pete, he's got to play better. And now he's your highest grade player. What the hell is going on? Hey, that he guy. Words to heart. Well, so the thing is, you know, we're always like, how does he make a Pro Bowl? It's impossible. He's not getting it off fan voting, right? I can promise you that. So the other votes come from coaches and they come from players. And clearly Pete makes the Pro Bowl every year because he's widely respected by opponents and he's widely respected by opposing coaching staffs. And and you ask yourself, why is that? How could that be? Because we see these these things on tape where you're like, this guy sucks. He's making these terrible plays. But I think what we don't notice, I, first of he all, he gives good handies. He does. <laughs> it's gotta he be. Does. I mean, no, the thing is when he gets his hands on you, it's over. Seriously. It's funny that you said handy. because <laughs> there, There's actually a little bit of truth to your immature joke. He's very handy. It's like, yeah, being bendy. it is. Yeah. It's a form of bendy for offensive linemen. Just depends on uh, where he's putting his hands. Right. But, uh, he has these moments where you watch tape where he just completely swallows a defender and just, you don't see other guards doing this, just mauling people on the interior. And he's just got so much power. And well, then, then there's days where he's so slow off the snap. It's like, he can't block anybody. So 
he is the most confusing, weird, and puzzling player I've ever graded in my life because the the swings that you get from week to week with him range from absolutely deserving pro bowler. Like you, you put on the tape of that game, you watch Andres Pete, you're like, yep, that guy's a pro bowler. Totally see it. You watch tape from two weeks ago, you're like, how is this guy a starter in the league? Have, it's I don't get it. I don't have, get it. Can, can either of you ever remember a time where Peyton called out a player like this? Listen, Pete's got to play better. <laughs> so, can, but cause seriously, can you ever remember, Andrew, a player going from that, where <laughs> Sean Payton is calling him out unprompted, to two weeks later, A+. Plus. Like, the- no. That's usually like a telltale sign that they're about to get benched. You know, that they're, they're on their last. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what to tell you, man. It's uh, it, but 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 clearly it resonated because it was a motivational tactic and it worked. Pete, uh, Pete played very well. You know, like we're spending too much time on Pete, though. I got to say, like I gave uh, Armstead an A and he got an A plus last week. Armstead, my God, man. Nick Underhill that said guy, he's the best player in the NFL right now. Like. Over the last two weeks. For the yeah. last two weeks, yeah. I, I, how could you argue that? Like, I, I mean, I'm sure there's some receiver I'm not thinking of that's had like 350 yards receiving he, the last two weeks, but you look at his tape. Armstead is – he's playing the best I've ever seen him play. Is – do you so feel – you want to you you f- you talk about, about uh, you know, being optimistic uh, going into the playoffs or, or how we're feeling about going into the playoffs – what I'm hearing right now from the two of you so far is in stark, stark contrast to what we've had to deal with with the Saints the last two years. I mean, you guys are glowing and yeah. gushing about the Saints' offensive line, and we're about to head into the playoffs. Mm, I mean, like... I, 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 yes, Dave, I'll say yes, with, with the exception of... I'm not sure I saw so clearly that Larry Warford was a problem last year. I'm not so sure that two years ago... I knew that Andres Pete was going to be such a problem in the playoffs. I go into these playoffs knowing that right guard is a concern. Like whether it's Nick Easton or Ruiz, I just that 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 specific spot makes me nervous. Well, didn't we know that like the Saints, like they admitted that Andres Pete, like when when they played the Eagles and we were like they were like yeah he played with a broken hand. Then we knew against yeah. the Rams we were like oh yeah oh shit and we knew that Max Unger was sort of we didn't we weren't sure if he was cooked but we feared it. This year at right guard like you can get a C plus B minus game out of East and we've seen it. And the thing is Andrew. They thought they were upgrading with Ruiz at right guard. It just hasn't worked out that way, right? I mean, they yeah. didn't they didn't move on from 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 Warford thinking they were downgrading. I mean, they they just Ruiz just hasn't hasn't panned out like they wanted. I think they just I think they know they need to get Ruiz at center and McCoy to right guard, and it's just it's just going to have to happen next year. Yeah, but I mean, but 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 between from 2017 to now. You know, week seventeen going into the playoffs, uh, I I think the answer would be yes. 
Is this yeah. the most confident you've and the best you've felt about the offensive line going into the playoffs? Uh, hmm. I felt I Dave, I felt really confident going into twenty eighteen because I had talked myself into the fact that yes, they were beat up. Yes, they had issues, but it was going to be like 2009 where they were kind of coasting in on fumes, but they got a buy, and the buy was going to give them a one-week elixir magic potion. Uh, so I feel kind of like I did going into the 2018 playoffs. Uh, that proved not to be true, but that's kind of where I am. I was I was really I mean, confident going Dave, into 2018. My answer to your question is, have you been watching the last three years? How the <laughs> hell could I possibly be confident playing the Jets once it's the playoffs? Well, how can I be? You could, uh, the Saints, uh, to steal Ralph's joke, the Saints could ple- be playing McDonough 35 this weekend, and I'd be nervous because of how the playoffs have played out the last three years. <laughs> well, but let's, let's talk about let's, let's unpack. Let's unpack our playoff fear a little bit. Because here's the thing that that it, that and and you you are normally the normally I can't wait for Sunday like I want Sunday to take as long as possible to come up. Well, here you, that's how nervous I am. I, but I here's don't even the, want to think about this possibly being Drew's last. Well, game. you're nervous, but but a lot of people are nervous in a weird way, and they're they're just saying it's Minnesota all over again. And I know we have playoff baggage. Look, Minnesota twice, the Rams, the no call, all of it. I get we have baggage. But, like, the Bears game isn't going to go anything like the Minnesota game. Like, it's not the same person. Like, Minnesota, Mike well, Zimmer coached. now. You just fucking jinxed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah no, but that. Mike Thomas, Zimmer coached Thomas, the pants off Peyton. And, and this right here. And, and look, listen, the Bears, they don't have the same part. Like, they may beat the Saints a different way, but they're not going to beat the Saints the exact same way Minnesota did. It's gonna be. It's not going to oh be the exact same. God, I don't think. Dave, are you listening to this? I don't have the same <laughs> fears. Like my my, I don't fear the Saints' interior. I fear the Saints' secondary reverting to their flag happy, give up big plays, and the Bears hit like four big plays on them and they lose. I don't f- fear them. McCoy in the interior getting destroyed. It, it, it's going to be different, but shouldn't we put the baggage aside, though, Dave? Every year is a new year. Every year is new. Like, why do we have to carry this playoff baggage with us into 2021? Well, I mean, like, how else? Are, how else are we supposed to feel? I mean, I mean, like, we we lost out on a chance to play in the Super Bowl from something that was beyond the control of anybody in the Saints locker room or on the Saints organization or in the stadium like like that I will always go back to that because you know more than the Stefan Diggs miracle catch uh more than just we lost last last year I mean you know Minnesota just beat us uh like that's that that's just that's the most egregious heartbreaking (laughs) ridiculous thing that has ever happened to i think uh, a a football team in the nfl i mean i really and truly believe that like it's i cannot i still cannot believe three years later uh that the saints didn't go to the super bowl and the world was robbed of a drew Brees, tom brady super bowl and drew Brees himself was robbed of another opportunity to get another super bowl just because of some idiots uh who couldn't make the right call 
um, <laughs> who didn't do their job. Uh, but uh, it's just like there's. I, I think I think I think all of speaking, us have every speaking right to of feel bad this officiate, Speaking of bad officiating, uh, the the Lions Vikings game. Did you guys see that sack a sack is now roughing the passer? Yeah, <laughs> on a sack, and it was like fourth down too. Poor yeah, Lions. he just like tackled. He tackled, <laughs> he tackled cousins and. Flagged I like, yeah. I mean, and then the, the only, you know, the other, the only other reason I would say that I'm in particular nervous about the playoffs this year is I, I can't shake that Eagles game. And, and this, yeah. you know, I, I'm, I don't know if you want to get into it now or get into it later when we talk about the game, but I mean, like this, you know, this playing against the bears yeah. has this same feeling to me and has, you know, it's just, here's a team that the saints are clearly better than they, uh, they clearly have a better team, a clearly have a better roster. They're clearly better coached. I mean, there is not one area that I can think of where the bears are. You better. want me to make it worse? Okay, the Saints are the biggest favorite this weekend, nine and a half. No, Tampa's Tampa's surpassed them. Tampa's no, ten no. and a half. Well, that's different because Tampa was at seven, and the and the and the and the Saints were at nine, uh, or nine and a half. People are yeah. pounding the ball, which is an incredible. That is a that is an incredible nine points, uh, an opening line. That's that's a that's a crazy. I mean, I, as soon as I saw that, I was like, Juge is betting on the Bears. He's definitely going to be betting on the Bears. <laughs> I mean, I nobody could ignore that nine points. I said, I said before, you, just just tempting you, begging you to fucking put money on it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get less confident as the week goes along. I watched that Bears Saints game, the replay of it today, and I am, I'm Scott. My confidence is sky high, but, but the thing is, I, I am not over 2006 the bears their fan base is disgusting they're loathsome i hate them their katrina jokes are lame their katrina posters are lamer and i want the saints to bludgeon the i want the saints to beat the bears so fucking bad that pace and nagy get fired on monday morning that that like i hate the bears and 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 juge Maybe it's I don't 2006. Think you get fired after a playoff loss. Well, before it's the possible. no call, the most egregious playoff call in Saints history was Vince Buck wasn't offsides against the Bears in the playoffs in 1990. He blocked the field goal. They called him offsides. He shouldn't have been. The Saints should have won that game. You know. Yep, so yep. I have. Who's de- got baggage? I got baggage, and I hate the Bears. And <laughs> and listen, if the Saints aren't going to go to the Super Bowl, and you told me that I had one more great Drew Brees performance to watch. I want it this Sunday. I want him to I want him to burn Chicago to the ground like it's 1871 and he's Miss <laughs> O'Leary's cow or whatever the hell and I want him to take their ashes and salt the earth so they never can grow again. Like I hate the Bears. I might hate the Bears. They might be my second most hated team behind Atlanta. Like I hate Whoa. them. I hate them. Where is this coming from? Dude, the they just got so much baggage. He needs a porter to meet him at fucking baggage claim. <laughs> it's true. It's true. You you guys don't feel the you guys don't feel the way I do. And well, I, def- and I definitely they- remember the '92 playoff game and and then 2006. So we're 0 and 2 against them in the playoffs. And you know, uh, like you said in '92, it was weird in in that the Saints probably didn't deserve to make the playoffs no, that year, and yet yeah. they made it and and they almost stole a game in Chicago, you know, and yeah. that was almost our first ever playoff win. So 
that that was frustrating. 2006, I felt like we were a team of destiny. And, and Rex Grossman, yeah. you know, Mortal Kombat style, he ripped, rips our heart out and eats it. And uh, so, yeah, I, I won a playoff win over the Bears. And, we're talking history. We're talking baggage. Like, I want to beat the Bears. I and can't. the Bears foisted Mike Ditka on us, that fraud who nearly set the set the – tried to set the franchise back a decade by trading everything for Ricky Williams. There are so many good reasons to hate the Bears, and I drink them all. I like the city of Chicago, though. I do. The city of Chicago is trash and overrated, too. It's nothing but giant giant buildings and overrated pizza. Well, the pizza sucks. Yeah, sorry. Fuck deep dish. So does their win. Deep dish pizza is not pizza. It's fucking lasagna, people. I, there you go. Fucking Ralph. We're on the same page here <laughs> with this one. So, but before we get to what's been, Dave, as we kind of put a bow on 2020, uh, what's been, besides Trey Hendrickson, because he, he's his own category of just delightful surprise and shock, what's been your second biggest thing that's delighted you the most about the 2020 Saints? Well, we should just name the award after him. We should give out the Trey Hendrickson Award, but we're going to give it to somebody else because we can't give it to Trey Hendrickson. No, we can't. Uh, let's see. So who who would I give the Trey Hendrickson Award for biggest overachiever? Mm, Ken Crawley for making that interception last week. <laughs> you go straight to the line, Ken. <laughs> Billy – I didn't see Billy Bando squawking on Twitter as soon as Ken Crawley got that interception. I immediately was like, where's Billy Bando? He's going to be back. But he wasn't around. I was sad. Um, no. Um, but a serious answer. Um, I don't know. You know what? Like, has, has Anzalone played that badly? I mean, I feel like he's been okay. I mean, like, we don't expect the world from him. But uh, I wouldn't call I wouldn't call him overachieving. <laughs> well, I guess not. I guess not overachieving. Uh, you know, I'm just trying to help out my fellow Italians. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm sure there's somebody obvious uh, that I'm. Uh, I got one. That I'm Who missing. You yeah, you go ahead. Go ahead. Patrick freaking Robinson. Oh yeah, there that's, you a go. that's a good one. He hasn't played a ton, but when he has, he's been pretty darn good yeah where did that come from yeah that was that was fun i have to say you know what i would say i i I mean you know maybe malcolm jenkins that's what's gonna be mine earlier yeah earlier in the season he struggled but you know after about the first month uh he's turned it on i mean he's been great i mean he he, doesn't really dude he's like an iron man like he's playing like 99 percent of the snaps like some ridiculous amount of years in a row and the thing is with him is we all like Malcolm Jenkins. We, you know, we were like, oh, let's bring him back. But it wasn't like unanimous that like, oh, he's a great signing. Some people were like, maybe they should have kept Vaughn Bell for cheaper. Like, it wasn't some lock. And it's are, are been. You, are you kidding me? People are still saying that. I know. Um, <laughs> the one that I was the most excited about the whole off was Emmanuel Sanders. He got COVID. It wasn't. He didn't end up kind of doing the impact that we hoped. But I was. Thanking God they had him because if you'd have told me Michael, if you'd have told me the day they signed Emmanuel Sanders that Michael Thomas wasn't going to score a touchdown, Andrew, I'd have been even more excited than I was, and I was 
bouncing off the fucking walls the night they signed Emmanuel Sanders. And oh, by the way, him celebrating his $500,000 bonus like he just caught the winning touchdown in a Saints playoff game was amazing. That might be my yeah, favorite. My favorite. That was fun. I, I just really hope he can actually catch that touchdown in a playoff game. Um, <laughs> yeah, remember, uh, this is the reason why they signed these guys, Malcolm Jenkins and Emmanuel Sanders. It's funny we're talking about that because, you know, those guys have won Super Bowls. And yeah. uh, part of the reason they brought them here is so the Saints can finish in these playoff games. You know, that, that's been the biggest struggle the last three years is all you need is one more play to win those games. Somebody make one play. And, and those outcomes are all different. And, you know, those two guys, Emmanuel Sanders, Malcolm Jenkins, they know how to make that one play. So I'm looking for it on Sunday. Manscaped is forever changing the grooming game with their Weed Whacker. This nose and ear hair trimmer provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. The premium Manscaped Weed Whacker uses a 9,000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. Its intelligently contoured design enhances the trimming experience and is waterproof which makes for easy operation and cleaning. The only nose hair trimmer on the market with a powerful and rechargeable lithium-ion battery that lasts up to 90 minutes of use. Have you ever pulled your nose hair out with your fingers? That might hurt worse than nicking your balls. Manscaped is making whacking your weeds a time to look forward to delivering maximum confidence while providing hygiene. Yes, you will get a replacement blade every three months to keep your weed whacking time clean and enjoyable. Enjoyable. Look, fellas, 79% of partners polled admitted that long nose hair is a major turn off. It's time to upgrade your Manscaped routine with the Weed Whacker. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code armchair. What are you waiting for? Go whack your weeds. Before we get to... Um the hotline, I just want to remind people, like, you should sign up for this podcast. It's freaking amazing. You should go to saintshappyhourshop.com, buy Saints merchandise. It's behind Dave. Thanks, Thomas. He built uh, He built, uh, He built. built Dave a slide, Tomas. Uh, an image behind him so he can look yes. professional. I, t- I love that Tomas Thomas is now in Alvin Kamara territory where he is called a different name by Ralph every, every, every week. time. <laughs> every week. Yeah. He was, he was trying to explain. He's like, he's like, Ralph, the background is still not right. You have to stretch it. Why can't you do it, man? It's easy as piss. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you know, the hotline this week it, it's it's um, it's short, but uh, it's got some quality. So remember to dial the hotline. After the Saints win or they lose, then use it as therapy, use it as celebration. Uh, I did people, not enough people slandered the Bears. I was really hoping for some good Bears slander. I didn't get any of that. But call the hotline before one o'clock on Monday when I draw, when I when I record it, uh, and you can be on the Saints hotline. So without further ado, here's Week 17, the final edition of the the reg, final regular season edition of the Saints Happy Hour Hotline. It's time for this week's Hottest Takes from the Saints Happy Hour Hotline. 
I just want to conduct a search party for Sean Payton's balls because his ambush and flea flicker and challenge flag rain and days are over, and he's now the guy who bent over for Goodell and doesn't trust his future Hall of Fame quarterback to get eight yards with the game on the line. As we've learned with anything in 2020, it's all just a bunch of horse shit. <laughs> so fuck it. Uh, that's it. That's, that's, that's the voicemail. That's it. That's it. Play me on the show. Uh, don't play me on the show. I don't give a fuck. John Payton was no running back. Don't tempt me with a good time. Old number two, old Mr. Winston. He touched the ball three times this year. Goes ahead and he gets himself a uh, unsportsmanlike conduct, and he's going to be showboating at the end of it. The backup to the backup quarterback. The dude's got to have a house on the West Bank somewhere. Who that? Love you guys. As we break out the broom to complete the NFC South sweep, all I got to say this, we're coming to kill you, bitch kissing titties. <laughs> so we came into week 17 with a decimated roster, needing a win from Trubisky and Pete Carroll. It's looking great so far. But then the Saints take a comfortable lead. So things get weird. We almost destroy Teddy's good knee. Hamus gets concussed. Jason gets a penalty for having fun. But the most confounding thing is we had five interceptions. Did we just become catching motherfuckers? <laughs> I'm so confused. I need y'all to tell me how to feel. In the meantime, I'll be lighting my Goodell candle, praying that we play the Bears on Sunday. Take the care, Bears. All right. So like everybody else with the uh, Saints happy hour, um, I was completely pissed off at Alvin Kamara for deciding to go trolling in Kenner for, for Poontang after his 6TD victory. Awesome. And, um, yeah, anyway, I mean, whatever. And, uh, you know, the Saints did everything they needed to do. They, they won today. Um, unfortunately, Green Bay won as well. So, number two seed. But, you know, I'm going to look on the bright side because – the fact that the Saints do do not have the bye, they have the wild, they have to play wild card weekend. That means we get an extra Drew Brees Saints football game. I'm still very Maybe. optimistic that the Saints are gonna go all the way. You know, so all the way. So uh, yeah, through that baby. Tomas from Poland. <laughs> Time for you to come work in Mother Russia. I have a place for you in Gulag. Make pop some pants for Imperial Red Army. Poland is like dog at dinner table. Sometimes we feed little bitch, sometimes we kick and fight. Football New Orleans sent Polish Panda Bears into hibernation in 1945. Honor years are stalling, crush Warsaw like breadcrumbs in Iron Fist. Fuck you, Andre George. <laughs> who was that? Who the hell was that? I don't know who that was, but I, I had to when I saw the was transcript. That, was that Kevin with like a woman? A woman? No, uh, that was voice. a real woman. That was, that a, was real, a real woman. What a, was that? We've had two women call us, and one of them was a fake Russian. <laughs> wow. Uh, also, I think the other guy. I think the other guy called him Jason. Winston. Yeah, yeah. He pulled a Ralph. What? Ralph, why do you do this? What what did she say at the end? Fuck you, Andre Juge? Andrew Juge. 
<laughs> can we yeah. play that one back again? Can you play that one again? Do you have the ability to do that? I, I, I can't clip it. I have, to, I have to start it from the beginning. The one thing is, I was worried about it because... What just happened? Who was that? I don't know who got like a new troll. Gonna... I, I'm going to have trouble going to sleep tonight. Like, I, I have to know what what, ha what just happened. When the, the, the Google voice, it gives me like a written transcript when I go to, to, to do it. Oh, I'm, I'm sure that was... And, and that like one, the end of it, when I first saw it, I was like, oh no. I don't know if this one's going to get played because because she did it in a Russian accent. The Google Translate thought she said um, a, an ethnic slur towards Andrew. And I was like, uh-oh, this one's not going to get through. But then I heard it. I was like, oh, it's just a Russian lady. Wow, uh, that was wild. Who yeah, was I that? don't know. People ask. I like it's it. a playoffs, boy. Pe but this is it's yeah. The okay, well, that, that was okay. That was what I was gonna say. First of all, it's, you want the Saints to bring their A game now to the playoffs. <laughs> Y'all got to bring your freaking A game or for the, the hotline. Yeah, right? I, uh, I, I, need, I feel get much better this. about this game we, after that. Here's the here's the thing, Dave. Give them out the hotline number. We're I'm gonna do something special right now. All right, wait. And then two is uh, we've got ladies calling in with mm -hmm. doing doing. Okay. Doing bits uh, now, <laughs> so the bar has been raised. Y'all gotta. We. I want. I want to. You know. I want to Walton and Johnson this That's shit. Right. I want people to come up with characters. Start calling in as characters. <laughs> How do you know that wasn't legit? I don't. I don't know. That could have been Tomas's mother. Tomas's I don't have no idea. Girlfriend. Um, all right. So this, <laughs> the 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 podcast hotline is two one zero five nine five zero eight one eight. That's call two one zero five nine five zero eight one eight. Call us whenever you want. Nobody's gonna answer. You just leave a message. It can be anon anonymous. And uh, the the Russian woman is 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 the bar now. That's yeah. What you have call to do. in two one zero five nine five zero eight one eight. Call in today or tomorrow. I'm gonna do a special. Saints happy hour playoff hotline. I want Bears slander. I want uh, irrational confidence. I want it all, and we will play it special uh, for the people to get you fired up for the playoffs. So call in. I want don't Bears slander, and I want irrational don't confidence. In. Don't call in. Yes, don't call in with your true feelings like, oh, I'm worried. I don't know. No, blah, blah, blah. no, 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 no. That's how I feel. That. That's no. not that's not getting played. Yeah, we know. That's how I feel too, but that's not you're not making it on the air if you if you call no. it that. No. I want I want I want I want I want Rick Flair energy. That's what I Russian, want. R Russian Rick Flair. Russian <laughs> Russian Rick Flair. Woo! I can't do I can't do woo in Russian. Um <laughs> I don't think you can put an accent on woo. <laughs> So, as Dave mentioned, oh, we got to do we, before we get to uh, before we get to before we get to game predictions. We got to do uh, world famous oh, yeah. Saints mailbag. Here we go. All right, Andrew. Let's start in Discord because we didn't get too many Twitter questions because All I right. was late on the trigger. Uh, Let's see. It, uh, Nikolai, our, the famous brewmaster, wants to know if uh, is it too soon to change Teddy's name from Teddy Two Gloves to Teddy Five Wins? Ooh, Ooh that's a sick rough. burn. 
Sick burn. Yeah. Teddy, Teddy by yes. the end, by the middle of next year, he's not going to be their quarterback. T Teddy sands Sean Payton like his stock is way, way down. <laughs> Deep, deeper and deeper. Way down. Um, all right. Chris yeah. Moss wants to know, if I guaranteed you the Saints would make the Super Bowl but would lose, would you take the offer or would you take your chances in the playoffs? Mm, I would take it. Yeah, Super Bowls. I would. I would take it. I would. You know, because like, as, as far as Drew Brees is concerned, you, you still get the game. Drew still gets to play yeah. in the game. Yeah, that's a uh, lot of fun. That's the, three. That's three playoff wins you're giving me. I, yeah. You get, yeah. You get three playoff it. wins plus the Super Bowl bye week plus Super Bowl week. That's five more weeks of fun. And here's the thing too, because Drew Brees has already won a Super Bowl. His legacy, they won't even really hold it against him that he lo that he lost the second one. They'll just be like, Drew Brees got holds all the passing records, got to two Super Bowls. Like that's how they'll view it. And 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 keep in mind also, like that probably means he's beating two of Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, and Russell Wilson. Like he's probably taking out two of those. Yeah. In, in that scenario, which might be. I mean, epic. can you can you imagine the Saints? Going to the Super Bowl because they got to beat Tom Brady in the Superdome, like oh, that beautiful. would be mad. I mean, oh, 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 mad that, magic. It would probably wouldn't be as great as beating Minnesota because we wouldn't get to go. But my God, that'd be amazing. So what's next, Andrew? What you got? Uh, Dave, this is from Amic fifty five oh five. How in the living shit? Does Ken Crawley make the interception of the year? And how big of an extension do you want to give him? Uh, I'm not giving him any extension. I'll give him a you know one-year contract. Uh, but how does he make? He, he made a great play. Uh, I rewatched it. That and, was his um, only snap. Yeah. Was, his only was it snap. really? Yes. Oh, see, I didn't even know that. Maximum so efficiency. Yeah, he's maximum. Um, but no, I mean he great, he made a great play when the ball. Once the ball was thrown in the air, he actually kind of became the wide receiver. He started speeding up and just outran the <laughs> wide receiver. That was DJ Moore too. The, I know. I don't. Yeah, like I don't, not. He's not like I, a scrub I mean, half, man. Half of that, half of that blame goes on DJ Moore because he just kind of get, he must have given up on it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, that was a sick. That, that was a sick catch. It sick. was. I I I watched the highlight of all the honestly of, of all five of the interceptions. That was the most impressive one. The Lattimore one. That was a badly thrown ball behind. I think it was DJ Moore on that one too. Samuel, it was Curtis uh, Samuel. Yeah, Curtis Samuel. Uh, the the Haley one was an underthrown ball. What receiver wasn't even near him? Uh, the Malcolm Jenkins one that was underthrown too. I think. Uh, no, I mean it, Crawley's was the only interception of all all five of those that took. I, I thought uh, some actual skill and talent. All right, I really like this one. I'll give this one to you, Ralph. <laughs> Here we go. Which one is most shocking? Taysom not fumbling, Crawley getting an interception, or the Piano Man touchdown? Ooh, that is a tough one. I got to I got to say yeah, the Piano Man touchdown is the most shocking of them. Like I had most. forgotten that he was still around. You know, and yeah. I know Ken, Ken Crawley was kind of like lurking, and I knew they had problems in the secondary room. Piano Man playing, because they had Sanders and Callaway was back, I was like, oh, my God, Piano Man caught a goddamn touchdown. Like, I I'm going I'm going Piano Man. 
the most surprised. And it seems to me you lived your life like a candle, candle in the wind. Never uh, knowing. Why, why it, is that the song? Shouldn't it be Piano Man by Billy Joel? Throw yeah, me a pass. Should. You're the Piano Man. Probably Catch yeah. me a pass. I don't know, I don't know why man. I went to Elton John. That was... <laughs> I mean, he plays piano. I get it. But... Run yeah, the yeah. right route tonight. <laughs> We're all in the mood for a first down. You know, don't run the Dave route short of the sticks. Dave's yeah, usually well, the random singer. Dave, it's Ralph and I tonight. Dave, uh, everyone's talking about the Bucks of the pack, home field advantage, the NFC Championship game. Are we taking the Bears too lightly? That's from Herb. Um, yeah, I, I mean, look, I was going to, I think we probably, a couple of us were probably going to touch on this uh, in the next bit when we discuss the game, but um, I, I am. I am very nervous that the well, I take that back. I, I could see the Saints taking this game lightly, but I think that in retrospect now, considering the playoff matchup and the scenario that we're looking at, I honestly think that losing to the Eagles may have been the best thing that could have happened to the Saints Ooh. because I think they learned their I think I, I'm hopeful that they learned their lesson because of that. And uh, yeah. and it and it was so recent, and it's still you know yeah. in their memory and in their mind, and they can you know Sean Payton can easily say, look, we, I, I fucked up, we you fucked up, we all fucked up, we overlooked this team, and they beat us, they beat us fair and square, they put up two 100-yard rushers on us, we were totally unprepared. You can absolutely not let that happen again. I don't give a shit what Vegas says. I don't give a shit what the line is. We are better than this team, and we have to play like it. We cannot play down to their level. Um, so I, I think, uh, I, I think honestly, it's going to be okay. Man, you got me kind of jacked up. That's what I, I, I feel like Sean Payton needs to take that soundbite and play Dave Cariello <laughs> in the locker room. I, I like that. All right. Uh, all right, uh, Ralph, this is from Balky. Yeah, I only had – uh, one good one good question, Dave. How much did Breeze pay for his plugs? Uh, you know, I, I I don't give too much thought about Drew's hair. Uh, as as a as a baldy myself, um, it it would it would, if I find out that Drew Breeze did get plugs, I'd be a little disappointed that he's just not meant. You know, you just gotta accept your fate, man. If you go if you're a baldy, you're a baldy. Just come on it. home, don't try to hide it. Come on home. Yeah, come. <laughs> just come on home. It's the the waters. The waters. Come on in. The waters. The waters. Well, fine. he he's got a he's got a future in politics or TV. you know broadcasting. He's, he Broadcast. needs a hairline. Yeah. But I mean, I do. I, I I do see what people are saying. It did seem like a couple of years ago, like the hairline was receding, and it seems to have, if not stopped receding, potentially grown back a little bit more. So yeah. I I could and 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 I. Do not put it past Drew Brees to get uh, to get any kind of. Man wants to have hair. uh, Let him have hair, maybe. Football is in full effect with many teams strutting their stuff. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to Bet Online today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. 
Maybe. All right, I got some. I got some more, Ralph. All right, Ralph, go. he wants to know. Assuming this is Breeze's last season, and because we can't give him the send off he deserves in person because of the Rona, what should Saints? Uh, what should the Saints and fans do to honor him next season? Ooh, that's hard. I mean, assuming that we're gonna have fans next season because of the because of the uh, vaccine, and it'll the Rona will be on the decline i mean you got to put him in the ring of honor you just five-year waiting period drew, drew Brees gets exemption from that um maybe you do like a, maybe you do like a parade before the season opener where he gets in the car and does a couple laps in the stadium does he deserve a sta- i don't I've think you give him a that. statue that, most, <laughs> that whole car parade lap thing around the state that's like the most anticlimactic lame thing it's like let's i don't know he could throw he could throw he could do like drew Brees throws he could throw like beads and cups i mean this is this is is the city of mardi gras like you know you you gotta it's if if you're gonna if you're gonna be doing laps around anything and parading in front of people it's go big or go home i I always hated that car thing all right uh, i got a couple more um I'll give this one to you, Dave, since you're, you're such a Rolodex memory guy. Uh, what's your favorite? What's your favorite playoff victory in Saints history? Super Bowl and NFC Championship games are not allowed. Oh, well, I was gonna say the NFC Championship game. Uh, my fave. Um, I know one of y'all is going to say beating Carolina for the third time in one Ooh, season. Ooh, that was a good one. I know one of you guys likes that. Um, you know, you know what? what well, I'll, I'll answer this real quick. You know what's a sneaky favorite of mine is the road win in Philly. That was awesome. Yeah. yeah. You know yeah, it's a sneaky favorite? Yeah, that might be one of mine. That might be my favorite, the one the, in Philly. The sneaky favorite of mine is the Detroit game in 2011. Because the Saints, their offense wasn't stop- yeah, that was fun. Uh, it was unstoppable, and they couldn't punt. And Megatron uh, for Detroit had 200 yards receiving and was basically unguardable. And you didn't even care. You were like, "This is amazing. This is hysterical." The Saints cannot guard him. They just put four dudes on him, and he caught a touchdown. Like you weren't even like you got to see this great performance, and it didn't even matter against the Saints. Like he caught two hundred something yards in a playoff game, and it's forgotten because the Saints just bulldozed Detroit. That was one of my my favorite, favorite part of that game games. was that Jabari Greer had like seventeen dropped interceptions that year and no actual interceptions and then had two interceptions in the playoff game that was hilarious (laughs) um and this is the last one uh for you ralph uh this is from bayou Bedouin. uh what family member are you willing to sacrifice on marie laveau's grave for the saints to win a super bowl well, not his wife, because otherwise he wouldn't be able to get dressed in the morning. Other, yeah. Otherwise, I'll, 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 yeah, I'll, can't pick I'll, his wife. That's I'll be sure. walking around uh, looking like a, a human banana the rest of my life. Can't have that. So can't sacrifice my wife. Can't sacrifice my kid. Uh, do they have to be alive? Can I, like, dig up their bones and sacrifice? I mean, I don't have a lot of family. I can't sacrifice. I can't sacrifice family members for a Super Bowl, and I can't sacrifice pets because then my wife would leave me because she loves all the cats. Uh, I can't do it. I can't I can't sacrifice a family member. 
for yeah, can I sacrifice my well never I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> my mother. Dad, not how gonna, would you say that about our biggest I, our biggest fan? I wasn't gonna say that. She doesn't listen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, sacrificing Ralph's cat, that kinda needs to happen. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. It's like a family Alright. So is that it, Andrew, for the questions? That's it. All right. I'm done. So we got to get to the Bears game. The Bears. The Bears. Saints currently. Bears. Saints are currently a nine-point favorite against the Chicago Bears. The game kicks off um, Sunday at 3:40. Uh, Andrew, you can go first. Who you got, and uh, who will be your? Um, Saints. They want to bring him to camp. He looks like a star of the day for the Saints. Give us a prediction. Uh, yeah, I was hoping we'd maybe just skip this whole part. I'm nervous. <laughs> I, I almost wonder if oh, I'm definitely picking the Bears in the over/under. I can tell you that. We well, you know uh, bet on them. I'm sure. Is it, is it better luck if I pick the Bears to lo- win on this podcast? What's What's better? Luck? I don't know. Did you did you bet on the did you bet on the Bears? Uh, I haven't yet. But I <laughs> did you bet against them? I'm I'm waiting for the I'm waiting for the for the uh, hmm. spread to go even higher once they announce Kamara's playing. <laughs> uh, you know, I gotta go with my gut here, and. I'm terrified, but I just feel like the Saints are so far superior to this team. I don't think the Bears are going to be able to score that much. Saints defense is really good. Trubisky really sucks. I think it's going to be really hard for the Bears to break the 20-point barrier. You know, this is just me talking intellectually. This is what I believe based on tape. Uh, You know, if you ask me how I feel deep in my soul, I'm petrified. But I'd be surprised honestly, to see the Bears score more than 17 points. Uh, and I think Michael Thomas coming back. I don't know what's going to happen with Kamara, but I do think the Saints are pretty much going to be at full strength offensively, maybe minus Kamara. Maybe he'll come back. Uh, but it's really probably the healthiest they've been. They'll get Deontay back. They'll get Michael Thomas back. The offensive line is surprisingly looking good. Jared Cook has kind of made a reappearance recently. Uh, hopefully they they get Latavius Murray back. So like I, I just feel like they faced so much adversity. So many guys have had to step up, and the offense has been better for it. And now it's kind of just like everyone's coming back at the same time. So I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom, a performance enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate.
gate. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are, too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. I think it's going to be like 38 to 17. I, I think it's going to be a beatdown. I think they're going to look great. I think they're going to exercise yes. some demons. And I really, and yet I, I'm still terrified. I'm still terrified, but I just, I just keep going back to who is clearly far and away the better team this Sunday. And it's the Saints. You, here's a question before you give a prediction, Dave. Andrew, do you think if the Saints don't have Kamara, are they better off with, even if Kamara doesn't play, are they still better off offensively than they were the first game because they'll have Thomas, Sanders, and Callaway? They didn't have any of those the first game. Would you rather have those three or Kamara? What, what, which makes the offense better, you think? <laughs> yeah, I... Well, having Latavius Murray is important if you don't have Kamara, obviously. Um, but you know, remember, they didn't have Kamara last year when they beat the Brakes off the Bears in Chicago. They didn't have Breeze or Kamara in that game, and, and they crushed the Bears. Um, so I, I don't, I honestly, I don't think Kamara is that important in this game. I, I think it's more just about look the Saint, If the Saints play terrible. Like we we saw how it's exactly what Dave said. Like they lost to the Eagles. So on a bad day, yeah, any playoff team can beat the Saints. Any uh, non-playoff teams can beat the Saints. But if the Saints are playing like B plus or higher, they're playing with like B, they're B level. The Bears can't beat them. There's just no way. Um, so I think it just comes down to 
the Saints executing, playing their game. And, you know, special teams has been sneaky terrible lately. You know, Morstead and Lutz and uh, so that, that, that makes me nervous. That Deontay Harris is really good that first game too. Yeah. So, you know, hopefully he comes back and gives us a shot in the arm, but I, um, I just, I just think the saints are way better. So I, I think we're going to get a B or I think we're going to get like a B plus a minus performance from the saints. And I, I just, I'm, I think they need to, I think they should win handily. Dave, who you got? I don't think, uh, sorry. I don't think Kamara matters was my point. I don't think he matters. Dave, who you got and who is your? They want to bring him oh, right. He looks like a star of the day for the Saints. My star of the day, I'm going to go with Demario Davis. Ooh, that's a good I pick. think he's going to have a monster game. He's Dave. going to bring it. Dave, who you got? Uh, well, first of all, I wanted to mention, I know a lot of people know this already, but this particular playoff game was picked to be simulcast by Nickelodeon. So you can you're going to be able to watch the Saints Bears playoff game on Nickelodeon if you so choose. Um, I don't know if I'm going to watch it live on Nickelodeon, what but I'm going to have my kids watch it, and I'm going to and I'm going to record it. But Ralph, are you, are you not aware of this? Ralph? No, I'm not. Are they going to have really? Wow. I'm not. Wow. <laughs> oh, all right. Here we go. What's up? The Saints on are on CBS, and they're also at the same time being televised on Nickelodeon. And it's it's meant to be, I think Nate Burleson is calling the game and someone else, but it's meant to be a broadcast for a younger audience. Yeah. They're gonna have they're gonna have like the cast of all that, uh, like <laughs> commenting and stuff. They're gonna have um, I'm gonna have to check I guess out. they're doing this digitally. They're gonna have uh, yeah, you're gonna want your son to watch this this broadcast uh digitally i think they're gonna have like spongebob square pants like in the middle of the uh the uprights um and i think they're just gonna do like silly graphics and stuff like on replays like you know mitch trubisky's gonna get like slimed after he gets sacked or something like that <laughs> I, I am seriously considering watching that i'm gonna check it out is that, is that gonna... a bad idea is that no a bad i'm gonna idea? it's not i'm totally I'm gonna... watching I mean... i'm totally watching it until the bears get ahead and then i'll switch back to regular <laughs> yeah, right, right. Or if the, if the Saints pull out an early lead, I'm going to switch to Nickelodeon and just enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, but if you have kids, you might want to check them out. You know, if if you have kids that aren't necessarily totally into the Saints, uh, you know, like my kids, um, you know, you might want to give that a shot and maybe they'll uh, turn does around. CBS, but... Does CBS own Nickelodeon? How, why are they allowing this? Uh, I don't know. I mean, there there comes a point, Andrew, where when you you pay so much money for something, you can do whatever you want with it, and that's where the and that's where the networks are with the NFL. Like they pay them so much money, the NFL is just like, oh, okay, sure, you wanna you wanna do SpongeBob SquarePants for color commentary? Go right ahead, and they just go to, they just start counting, they just count the money. That's like, that's pretty much what this game is gonna be. <laughs> You're joking, but like that's pretty much. Uh, I'm just surprised that CBS be. would allow this, but um, I'm gonna check it out. I think so. Yeah, yeah. No. But anyway, back to the game. Um, you know, we've already discussed this a little bit uh, earlier in the podcast. Normally, I would be nervous about this game. Normally, this game seems to have all the trappings of a huge one-and-done exit for the Saints in the playoffs. Uh, but like I said earlier, I, I think that losing to the Eagles a month ago is going to turn out to be the best thing that ever happened to them because I truly believe that um, 
because they've already been uh, because they've already overlooked one opponent and been surprised uh, by a team that is uh, in all phases yeah. not as talented as the Saints. Uh, I think that they're not going to let that happen again this week. So uh, I'm with Andrew. I think it's going to be a pretty handy win. Um, <laughs> I just peek. I know. Davin, yeah, no, Davenport. Pant, wait, was it Andres Pete? Oh, yeah. It's Andres Pete, yeah. Um, and, it, uh, and by the way, it's Andres Pete, right? Andres. 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 We just, we just pulled a Ralph. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm going to say uh, it's got to be more than 26 points since Drew Brees puts up at least 26 points. Uh, I'm going to say 35 to... Uh, and again, I'm happy with the way the defense has been playing so far. I'm going to say uh, 35 to 10. I'm only going to give them 10 points. And uh, you know, I've been I've been riding this horse for a while. I can't give up now. And now that Deontay Harris may come back for the playoffs, I'm going to go with Deontay Harris. He's running game. a kickback. He's going to he's going to run back. I'm going to tell uh, you, this game, the Saints are going. I am as confident about the Saints winning this game and destroying the Bears as I was confident that the Saints were going to crush the Bucks on Sunday night. And I was like the only one of the four of us that was like, the Saints are going to crush Tampa Bay. You watch. The Saints are primed to kick the crap out of the Bears, humiliate them in a way that – is going to make the Bears reevaluate their entire existence. And you guys forgot the one person that's going to be the They want to bring him to camp. He looks like a star of the day for the Saints. The man who is going to put the cherry on top or the last nail in the Bears' coffin, humiliate them, whatever you want to say, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, baby. Uh. He's, he's got to finish <laughs> off your boy whims or mims or whoever he is chauncey gardner johnson pick six saints 42 bears seven wow it's gonna be it's gonna be it's going to be a delight from start to finish i think i think the upset of the weekend is gonna be the rams going to Seattle and winning. So I think we're going to get Tampa Bay next week in the dome. That's my that's my little uh that's my little mm. prediction slash gambling tip for the kids. Um but, uh, Thanks for joining us. I know we always have a lot of new listeners uh because of the playoffs and it was delightful. Oh, play the techno music. Oh yeah, we got a wrong music. <laughs> How'd that time stamping go? Uh, the time stamping, it went pretty good until about the 35-minute mark. Then I forgot about it. <laughs> Shocker. I'll just uh, I'll just make some stuff up and throw in some time codes. It'll be fine. By the way, remember earlier in the podcast when Kevin was with us? Yeah. If Kevin wouldn't have fallen off, I'd have probably kept up with the timestamps. But, you know, it happens. Um... Uh, so anyway, call the hotline. Best voicemail slander of the Bears gets a Saints Happy Hour T-shirt. How about that? So do it. So for Andrew, for Dave, for Kevin, who had technical issues, uh, 
Thanks for everybody for joining us. Uh, go Saints. We will see you the rest of the week with Bears playoffs and previews and all that stuff. Become a patron. Anyway, uh, until next time, the bar is closed. <laughs>